This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, Bill McMinn, along with Bethany Bartfell. Good to Hello. see you, Bethany. Thank you. Good to be seen. Yeah, and you're here. You've been teaching today. I have. It's been it's been a good day. It's been a long day, but I'm I'm doing good. Yeah. Right. And you're teaching what grade? Kindergarten. Kindergarten. How much do you like it? I like it. There, I mean, like everything, there's good days and bad days, but right. um, it, I, it's a good challenge. I see a lot of growth. It's very rewarding, so I, I do enjoy it. All yeah. right. How many years have you been teaching now officially? You are a teacher. This is my fourth year, so wow. I've three years under my belt. Fourth That's good. Coming four yeah. years. That's a good experience, actually. So it doesn't feel like it some days. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing some days, but then other days I'm like, oh. <laughs> I've done this. They before. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually learned something. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. All right. So I'm sure you have your challenges when you're teaching the mm-hmm. kids. And one of the things we're talking about is just handling your emotions. Yeah. You know, that's something that you work with. And so I would, I mean, I look at emotions and it's just part of humanity. Obviously God yeah. made us, helps us to relate to God. It's part of being in the image of God. So mm-hmm. I look at it and say, yeah, I mean, the whole range of emotions, we're going to feel that. Mm-hmm. And I would never, ever tell someone, hey, you shouldn't you know, feel a certain thing. I mean, no, we do have feelings. And sometimes, like you say, you have good days and you're upbeat and some days you have hard days and Mm -hmm. maybe not so much. And then I was uh, reading where these are the basic emotions they give. Happiness, sadness, fear, disgust, anger, surprise. Mm -hmm. Those are the six emotions. And it kind of, I guess it surprised me. I have read it before and I've seen other like bigger wheels with more kind of synonyms. Over 200 of this. Right, right. But I looked at this and... I don't know. I disgust. I didn't think was an emotion. Yeah, that's kind of surprising, <laughs> but I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Feeling disgusted. I know it's like someone or you something. disgust me. Yeah. You know, I just okay. It's just yeah. a feeling. I'm gonna have to pitch it out there now. Yeah, I feel disgusted. I want you. All it does to know. sound a bit harsh. Yeah, but I guess it's true. Yeah, just well because emotions are more of a response. They seem to be yeah. from what I was researching more of the unconscious reaction to different things. So these mm-hmm. are the ways that we'll react to different circumstances where yeah. your feelings, which I want to talk about today, are more sustained, more conscious. Mm-hmm. So the feeling of alienation, feeling yeah. frustrated, feeling yeah. of love, those kind of things are more sustained over mm-hmm. time where a feeling should be more of a reaction. Yeah. Right? And the emotion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of where what stems our response to things. Right. So you feel the emotion and then you have, you're at this crossroad of how am I going to respond to it? And that's where the, the feeling really comes in and, right. and takes effect. So. Well, you're teaching kindergartens how to respond to their emotions now. We probably need to take the kindergarten lesson yeah. out to the larger population. Uh, there was I read a story of a bride and her husband to be, well, they were married. I mean, because they're doing the cake ceremony. Yeah. So they're pronounced husband and wife. Nearly so, married. Yeah. You're married. Yeah. <laughs> so he stuffs the cake in her face. She told him not to ahead of time, to be fair, told him, I don't want you to do it. Him being a wiseacre, I'm sure like a lot of us guys, he decides he's going to smash the cake in her face. Anyway, she left the wedding. Mm-hmm. Then puts it on Reddit or read it. I don't even know if I'm saying Reddit. Yeah. Reddit. Okay. So <laughs> she puts it on Reddit. Hey, did I do the right thing? And they said, overwhelmingly, all the people, the Reddit crowd is, oh, yes, you know, you should have definitely left the wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not so sure. Like, 
emotional response. Yeah, I, yeah. I always get the anger, right? So you had that natural anger. Yeah. You told him not to. Your expectation, he's not going to do it. He did it anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, if she talked to him about it and he still did it, that's a whole nother can of worms we won't get into. But yeah, I think just leaving the wedding out, out of, I mean, you kind of ruined the whole thing at that point, but so well, yeah, that's, that's where the response comes in. And it's like, I think if you want to retaliate against him leaving the wedding, yeah, but let's, yeah. let's not forget it's a power move. Right. I mean, there, there's like 50, a hundred, 200, 300, yeah. depending on how big the wedding is. There are a lot of other mm -hmm. people there that feel awful and yeah. they're going to be like, I don't know if I really feel like dancing now. Mm -hmm. that the, yeah. The and that's going to be the thing that you not only are ruining for everybody else, you're also right. ruining it for yourself. Cause that's, that's what you're going to think of when you look back on rather than, yeah, this was annoying. This was frustrating, but I didn't let it take over my whole day. And I think that's what right. our feelings do a lot of times when we let them, they take over everything and they ruin a whole experience because of one feeling and it just takes over. And then we're like, oh, that trip was terrible. That day was terrible. And it's like, it wasn't, it was just one thing that we let escalate into something yeah, bigger. And that's a yeah. great point. Yeah. A lot of times it can be ruined because one person said one thing you didn't like. Well, the whole day was great. It was just that. Yeah. And we've all, thing. I mean, we've all done it. We, we've all been there. And right. that's what I try and talk about with my kids of just like, okay, this, you know, they come back, this person did this in gym. Okay. Let's leave it in gym. That right. happened in gym. Let's move on. This happened yesterday. Let's move on. But there's been so many things where God is humbling me because I'm teaching them things. Right. And I'm like, Ooh, I think I needed to hear that myself right. too. Am I letting things go? Am I moving on? Am I, whatever it is. I think everybody needs to hear yeah. that. I mean, I've had things where people say things, I'll brush it off. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I've had those times where, yeah, for a day, somebody writes something scathing. So maybe 24 hours it mm -hmm. bothers you and yeah. then you brush it off. Other people talk to me, well, you said this. And I'm like, how long ago was that? It was a year and a half ago. Yeah. I'm like, that's still on your radar? Yeah. After, and I hear you mm -hmm. talking about kids coming back from something happened yesterday. Yeah. Why is it still on your radar? Yeah. Like, can't we dismiss some of that stuff Moving or let on. some things go? Yeah. So what do you teach your kids anyway? Um, well, we talk a lot about just, you know, what, what can we control versus what happens to us? So right. we have a circle of control that, that, um, dictates what we can do. So if somebody does something to us, we can't control that. We can't control what other people are doing or what they're saying or where they're looking. For some reason, it's a big deal when someone's looking at us all the right. time. Um, but we can control how we respond right. to it. And we can ask them, please stop. We can do these things. And if they still don't, or if the circumstances still doesn't change, what can we do? How can right. we, how can we respond to it and not let it cloud our whole day? How can we move on from it in a way that honors our emotion and doesn't just bury it under the rug, but also doesn't lead to things escalating in a way right. that they don't need to escalate. So maybe instead of burying it, sweeping it under the rug, some things need to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. And not only for kindergarten kids, I'm saying in yeah. marriage too, or with friendships, right. if something's really eating yeah. at you, maybe it's best to just, Hey, yeah. This is kind of yeah, hurts that's me. The thing. You, do you, right. do you voice it and do you say something or is it just like, can we just let this go and move on? And it just depends on the situation, but. Well, I mean, when it comes to that, I mean, I've had stuff that have, uh, has upset me that I just chose to 
yeah. let go. Let go, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I didn't forget it the next day. I didn't forget it, Yeah. but I did let it go mm-hmm. and remain great friends. Yeah. You know, even yeah. after offense, I mean, some of the dear, dear friends of life. Right. Like, uh, it's just not worth it because to me it's like, yeah, I'm upset about it. Like, I recognize it mm-hmm. and it wasn't right. You know, mm-hmm. what happened, I felt I had a legitimate beef. And sometimes I think the issues that we have are substantive. Mm-hmm. It's not that they're not, but it's still momentary and it's not the whole picture. Just yeah. one thing that happened, just yeah. pass it off and let it go mm-hmm. and be happy in your life. Right. And I think, you know, sometimes we think we do that and we think we're, oh, I'm just going to let it go and move on. But we are subconsciously holding on to that anger, whatever emotion it is. And like you mentioned, someone says, oh, you said this to me a year and a half ago. Right. It's like, and you didn't say anything for right. all of this time. That's not forgiving and letting it go. That's holding on to it and building resentment. Right. And then you're in a whole mess because you didn't just voice a thing, deal with it and move on. Right. And a lot of times a person has no idea that you're feeling that way or they don't know the extent to what you're right. feeling. So voicing it and telling the person is something that will help that process of moving forward and moving on. So you would recommend, depending on what it is, if it's something you're not letting go, you would mm-hmm. say, voice it. If it's something sometimes like just little irks. Yeah, you don't need to voice every emotion right. that you have. There's a lot of things that we just need to let go that are not even worth our time. I think so many times we think, oh, I need to talk to this person about something and it has to be this big conversation. And that's happened to me or someone says, and I'm like, I didn't think anything of it. I was not offended by that. Right. I was not like it. We, we build it up in our head and it's right. like some of the things we just need to let go right. and move on from and just, you know, ha- have a little bit of resiliency. But right. if we find that we're not able to let it go, there is a lot of power in just voicing it and then moving on. Yeah. If, so. if you, yeah. And moving on mm-hmm. and not leaving everyone around you in ashes and right. you know, anger. Fury, yeah. Not blowing up lava. and moving on. Right. <laughs> Just voicing it, hopefully reconciling and moving on. I feel so much better yeah. now. <laughs> Everybody else is just crying yeah, exactly. around you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the goal, but I've had people, they've come up to me and they would say, uh, Oh, Bill, man, I, I felt bad all week. Mm-hmm. I said that to you going out the door and I didn't mean, I didn't even yeah. Pick up on it. Yeah. I never thought another thing about it. So sometimes if, if I'm ornery enough or in a jokes are mood enough, I'm like, well, I wasn't mad about it. I didn't even realize you said it. Yeah. But now that you bring it up. Yeah. Now I am too. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Which I'm not, of course. Yeah, because right. it was never a big deal. But it's always amazing, like you said, what a big deal somebody thinks yeah. something that they did. Oh no, you know, I've offended you or you upset. Yeah. You're not even thinking about it whatsoever. Yeah. So Yeah, for sure. And I think Another thing we talk a lot in my classes is hitting our pause button. So we pause and I tell them, because I'm not out of public school, so I can say this. Right. When we pause, we give room for the Holy Spirit right. to intervene for us. Right. So we pause and we think, do I want to say this? Do I want to do this? And if the answer is no, if it's it's not the right time or it doesn't need to be said at all, then stop. Right. But that pause gives you the time to pray and let God intervene for you rather than just react and do whatever feeling that comes to mind and you just respond however you want, then you can't undo it. It's done. Whereas you, whereas if you give that, that pause and prayer time, that's when you can make a little bit of a better, hopefully much better decision. One of the things I I do believe we're driving at is there has to be some 
semblance of control over your emotions. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that I become concerned about in our country is a lack of coping skills. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, hit the pause button is a good way to cope with it. Mm-hmm. Pondering, is this something I can let go? Is it really something I need to talk mm-hmm. about or express? Yeah, it kind of irked me. And I think all of us get... Yeah. We just say like a zinger or we get yeah. stung by somebody's words or, and a lot of times, you know, they didn't even mean it anyway, mm-hmm. but it's just something that just hit us the wrong way for whatever. And some of that stuff, you can just choose to let it go. Yeah. But in road rage incidents, mm-hmm. there, there are people that are dead today because of rage. Yeah. And that's the kind I think of uh, Simeon and Levi over what happened to their sister right. tearing a, a city apart. I think of Cain and Abel and God's telling Cain, Cain, you've got to get this under control. Yeah. And he didn't control it. And what happened, even uh, Eve and her feeling of God's holding out on me Mm because she was told by the devil that, hey, you know, he doesn't want you to be wise like him. And that's why he told you not to eat from the forbidden fruit. And so she starts to have that sense instead of really evaluating that. Is this like sense that I have really real? Is God really holding back on me? Is there something able really do anything to me? Is able really offended me or am Mm -hmm. I just upset in life and taking it out on him? I think there has to be that process of just thinking it through. Yeah. Yeah. I think every sin really stems from human pride. Everything. I mean, Eve thinking she deserves to know as much as God does. Right. Um, Cain and Abel, same thing, like everything, jealousy, anything of they have what I want. Right. I should have that, whether I deserve it or not, or whether I earned it or not. And it, it, when we don't acknowledge that pride in ourselves, and that's why like the Bible talks so much about humility and having a spirit of humility, because you can't be humble and proud at the same time. And so if you're, if you have the spirit of humility that Christ did, you respond to situations so much differently because you're not thinking about what I can get, which is just human nature. I mean, nobody teaches babies, two-year-olds, to think for of themselves first. They just right. are born that way. They right. think that way, and that's just human pride at nature. So it's like from the beginning trying to, to teach how do we how do we switch this around and have this spirit of sharing and thinking above uh, thinking of others above ourselves and the spirit of humility that's really going to counteract right. everything that's natural in ourselves. And sometimes I think one thing that's been helpful for me as far as in relationships is reminding myself it's not always personal. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, uh, I would tell my wife this and family this at times, if I'm frustrated, I'm just frustrated. Nobody did anything, mm-hmm. but I'm allowed. There were times where I felt like, I'm allowed to be frustrated. Yeah. Like don't, don't act like I can't be, if I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated. It's just, I'm not mad that it broke. It's just, I wasn't planning on fixing this. We had a lot of other things a day. I'm just frustrated. I've got to take the time and take this blade off, put it back Mm -hmm. on. Could have been avoided, but I'm not yiping about it. I'm just frustrated. Yeah. And then everyone around you takes it personally. Like they did something like I've done something wrong where I would tell everyone, no, just remember it's not personal. Right. It's nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. You're just seeing me be frustrated. Don't take it like it's your fault. Yeah. And I think sometimes we take blame for that kind of stuff. Yeah, we do. Or, or, and I'm not saying that that was you in this situation, but it's like, oh, I'm just feeling frustrated. And then you snap at someone. And then right. it does become personal because now right. you've brought me into your frustration and are taking it out on me when I had nothing to do with it. Right. It's, I just happened to be around or, you know, something like that. So that's why 
controlling our responses to emotions and feelings is, is so critical. is so critical right. because it's okay to feel things and i think even sometimes like there are people that say what like road rage they're so angry cuz someone cut them off and to me it's like that that makes you angry right you go from a 0 to a 10 Right. Just like that over something so mundane, you shouldn't feel that angry, right. but the reality is they do. They right. do feel that anger. So it's like, okay, how do we, how do we ch- change the response of feeling that anger? And if that is dealt with properly, that, that, that anger response will die down and right. they won't be as angry as quickly. You're but, a lot of anger is between your left ear and your right ear. That's a yeah. fact. I mean, going mm-hmm. back to the, the frustrations, no. I mean, you're not calling anyone names. Mm-hmm. You're not saying anything. You're not even interacting with the people mm-hmm. around you. You're just frustrated. They can tell it. But they still feel a sense of responsibility. Yeah. So I think sometimes in marriage especially, you know, you feel a sense of responsibility for your spouse's happiness too in some mm-hmm. ways, you know, and you you want to contribute to that. And then if they're feeling down, you're wondering, well, what did I do? Could mm-hmm. I have done something differently so you wouldn't have this frustration mm-hmm. right now? But sometimes, no, it's just unavoidable. It's just life. Yeah, That's it all is. that it is. But a lot of the anger is between the left ear and the right, truly. And it's just how you feel. If you get, like, strung out because of traffic. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got you some need, bigger issues. You got some bigger traffic. issues. And, and by the yeah. way, and I've been there. I have been the crazy guy. I mean, I came from a highly aggressive driving area Mm -hmm. and i remember reading in this one book about handling anger it was a counseling book and they were saying that a lot of times we have a block goal we have a goal that we have to be somewhere at a certain time slow poke gets in front of us we're not going to hit our goal we don't even realize that we set an arbitrary goal in the first place yeah we just know that we're not hitting our goal because our goal is now blocked we're frustrated frustration leads to pain pain leads to anger next thing you know i was advocating for everybody's driver's license should be their phone number so i could call them when yeah. I didn't think they were driving. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just let them know <laughs> yeah. exactly what I thought of their driving, which would be a horrible idea, yeah. by the way. So, you do have some trucks. Right? They do have their numbers on the back. but uh, uh, I've been tempted to call some of those numbers <laughs> too at times. Especially one truck almost ran over this elderly couple. And really, I would say in 25 or 30 years, that's probably the only time I've been upset in traffic. That was years ago. Mm-hmm. I saw a trucker being reckless and almost hit an elderly couple who was probably doing the best they could at getting down the road. And his yeah. truck is hopping like he's hitting the brakes so hard it's jumping oh down the road behind him. That's how close he was to Oof. hitting them. And that was scary to me yeah. and it did upset me. Other than that, no, because once I realized, Bill, your your frustration in traffic is traffic is your own thinking. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is remove that goal. Yeah. Six minutes is fine. It doesn't have to be five minutes. Yeah. Only you said it had to be five minutes. Yeah. This applies to everything. Yeah. All the time. I I totally I I think for so so long, I'm very much like I have every hour of my day mapped out where right. I'm going to wake up at this time and then I'm going to do this. And then by this time I'll do this. And, and if for some reason something didn't go according to plan, which most of the time it right. didn't, um, I, I would just be so upset and feel like a failure and I didn't get all these things done and I go to bed stressed and, and I, same thing. It was like, God was like, why? Right. One day it was just like, why, why do you right. think you need to do all of this in a day? Exactly. Why? I was like, I don't know. And once I let go of that and let go of that expectation that I had on myself or on other people of, oh, I expected you to do all these things too. um, It was like, I I felt like I had so much more time in the day. I I felt like I just had peace of, oh, this didn't get done. 
it's okay. And it just freed up so much just stress of, I felt like I had to control everything. If you're goal oriented, Mm -hmm. I guess controlling could be part of it. But I mean, if you're just goal oriented and you have certain goals, you're going to drive towards the goals. I mean, it's just who you are. But then you have to realize, like you said, well, if you don't get to all of it or don't get as much done as you want to, you can't let it get to you. Yeah. You know, like I had plans on, you know, hiking and stuff too. And I just had to give up towards the end of the day. Everyone's hungry. You know, I don't really need to get to that one less spot. I'm okay. And I like settle. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I'm not uptight about it. I'm just like, Hey, it's a bigger things. There's yeah. more people than just you. You're just kind of go, you can't do everything, Bill. And that was even on this last trip I was in, I was reminding myself, can't do everything. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We got a lot in, we did a lot of cool stuff. Can't do everything. It's okay. And mm-hmm. that's, Stone yeah. patio project. I still have a barn to paint this year. <laughs> I still have peppers to can this year. Your goals are a little different stones. than mine. <laughs> well, well, right. We still have, I still have part of a field to cut. And I just look at it, I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. This this fall, we're not even to fall yet. You still have October to do some painting. Still have other time yet. And yeah. I, it's okay. It's going to spread out longer than what you would mm-hmm. like, but it is what it is. And yeah. I'm not going to stress out about it. And I don't mm-hmm. stress out about it because I've learned over time it's okay. Yeah. You yeah, can just change the, your goal. Exactly. And I think even just communicating your expectation right. of, especially when other people are involved, like, hey, th- I know a long time ago, Eric and I had realized we need to do this of what is, what are we expecting to have done this weekend? Right. What, it, what time are you going to get home? When are we going to be together? What do we need to get done around the house? Those kind right. of things. So we're both on the same page and we both expect the same thing. Because right. when there's this unspoken expectation, there's a lot of room for just disappointment and resentment and all these things. And that's when you get it back into this like, why are you mad at me? And then it just, right. and it all comes down to, I just didn't tell you what I wanted to right. have done. And then you're in this big mess that right. did not, you didn't need to be in. Oh, there was frustrations raising children. I tell my I tell Jerry all the time, put down, tell the kids every morning what you expect them to do. Because when they come home not expecting to do anything, and all of a sudden you're throwing on a chore yeah. list on them. Now they're upset because they realize they have X number of hours of math or English or whatever they're working on. Yeah. If they know ahead of time before they leave for the day, hey, when you come home, I just need you to work on this for a half hour. They're fine with it. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have the expectations, so I like to try to create expectations mm-hmm. when I can. This is what I would like to accomplish today i would right. like to do this trail it's going to be this many miles it's going to mm-hmm. be this much elevation this is what we we'd like we're setting out to do right. just so we all know and we're all on the same page yeah. so and it still might that. not happen and right. you, you still have to respond to that well you know when you get there as well but well, i won't it <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. but it does it does get rid of a right. lot of of potential issues by right. just communicating it's your so. thinking it's how you think through and a lot of the feelings like we've been talking about it comes down emotion is a response to something Mm-hmm. As we were saying, whether happiness, sadness, fear, disgust, anger, surprise, the feelings that we have, whether it's frustration, could be a sustained anger or things, that is now in the conscious world. Mm-hmm. And these are things that we can control and we can control our action. Like you said, circle of control. Control. Yeah. It reminds me of the circle of trust, which is kind of funny, <laughs> which is from a movie, right? All right. Yeah. So circle of control and then yeah. pause button. And these yeah. are kind of ways and just think through it. Yeah. Change your goals. It at sounds times. elementary, but it, it, I mean, literally is elementary, but right. it is universal. Like everybody has right. to do it. You have to be slow. I, I taught them my class this last year, like slow to speak, quick to listen. That right. is our theme. Right. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Like all of these kinds of things of just pausing, waiting, listening, 
to resolve any potential issues right. because when we just respond to things, that's when things get bad. Right. So let's just listen first. Oh, it was just a miscommunication. Oh, we're good. Right. Let's figure it out then. Right. Yeah. No, so. I think you're right on. I appreciate you coming in today. Yeah, appreciate thanks. you all tuning in. Have a great and awesome week. Mm-hmm.